I recognize that it's weird. I'm going to see a therapist today, and it's I, I jump right on it. It's like well, I if I can't explain something or figure it out, or if something's going on that in in my head or emotions or whatever, I can't figure it out. I'm the first one to say I'm going to get help, and I'm going to I'm going to talk to a therapist today about it because it's 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 weird. And I'm not you know I think it's a I think it's a good thing good to do for you. You know, it's good to recognize those things. But again, I know you know maybe we need to do a show on on grief and grief counseling because there's a lot of people out there that are suffering from it, and you know just need a helping hand. You know, I have I have lots of good friends that just sometimes can't just take that step over they are just distraught over the loss of a loved one and you know I'm, I'm very blessed in that you know God renews me every day I wake up with joy in my heart every single day and it's because I know that he's in control and that's hard for me because I'm a control freak so you know, <laughs> that's hard for me but I know he's in control so you know I, I, again that'll be a great program for us to I'll tell you, you the know, first thing about. The, the first thing my therapist will will tell you and she's a wonderful woman she's Christian based she does a lot but she's Christian based she's gonna go Lee who are you and I'll go I'm God's child <laughs> that's what she does she remind everything starts with who are you and does he have a plan yeah he's got a plan and is that plan ever wrong? No, that plan. I know, but we as as mere mere mortals and people, it's very hard for us to grasp onto that. We always think we can help God and we can do it a little bit better. And that is that's the issue we all deal with every day. And I I know, and there's so many people praying for you, and there's so many people that have had you in their thoughts that you're gonna get through this. I promise. Well, you. Oh, absolutely. Look, I have no doubt about it. And you know, um. There's a, there's a lot of other people out there who are, who are going through this. And, you know, I, the reason I chose to just start out this morning talking about it is that, hey, you know, it, it helps to talk. Right. Well, look, we got 30 seconds. We're going to break 30 one. seconds. The Wait, show's over. It was an hour already. <laughs> look, when we come back, you and I are going to um, really talk about some things that have been going on in the city. I do want to talk about some upcoming events. Of course, today's Home Tours Day. Uh, home tours weekend so hopefully people are going to be out and about on our streets but get a cup of coffee if you really want to hear what's going on in the city uh, you need to come right back with us to get a lot of coffee because Lee and I are going to be talking about all things Newburn, and we'll be right back and we are back you are live with Lee and Sabrina on City Talk happy Friday everybody we Can are I say WNBU? On, we, in a minute we are coming to you from 94.1 WNBU yes and we WNBU. want you to really be involved in the process today because we're going to be talking all things Newburn it's Lee and I going at it today because we kind of missed him last week he wasn't here but I do want to thank my guest host David McFadden former district how was attorney. Dave how was Dave on awesome there? you know we had a great great show and I was really really glad to have him and that's what I love about this that we get some people coming in and joining us and that guy is host. wicked smart yeah he really is and it was a lot of fun but you know um you can listen to this live stream if you're driving right now and you want to get someplace and get on your computer if you'll go to talknewburn.net you can listen to us live streaming you can also pull up all of our old shows that are archived there like us on facebook at talk newburn follow us on twitter at talk newburn and more importantly, you can email us your comments, questions, concerns, citytalk at talknewburn.net or call us 252-633-4243. Well, you know, I want, there's a lot going on in Newburn. I like your outfit, by the way. Thank did, you. It did that just come while. naturally? Yes, yeah. No, believe me. It was a while. That's why I was running late this morning. But, of course, this is Homes Tour Weekend, Spring Homes Tour, where... You know, the historic district, as well as this year, the Ghent neighborhood, is opening up their homes to, um, 
you know, let people see all these beautiful, architecturally wonderful homes. They're not coming to my house, are they? No, they're not coming to your house. Because Harrison, clean your room if you're out there. Well, but uh, this is put on by the Historical Society and the Preservation Foundation. And, of course, they've had some change over the Historical Society. Lynn Herrickle has come to Swiss Bear. And Mickey Miller, who we love, uh, some Mickey Miller, um, she is now the executive director of the Historical Society. So this is their major fundraiser. So I know a lot of people, it was funny, Steve and I were out to dinner last night. We were sitting next to a couple. Where'd you go, by the way? uh, We went to 247. It was great. 247 Craven. I'll tell you, Ashley Moser, uh, the food is excellent there. And we really loved there. We had a great meal, great glass of wine. Anyway, we sat at the bar and ate because we couldn't get a table. They were so busy and met a lovely couple. Uh, who come here every year, and what they do is they come, go on the home store on Friday, and then Saturday they take off for the Outer Banks. And, I mean, how cool is that? What can we expect on that home tour? Well, we can expect a lot of people walking around, some beautiful homes, and the big addition is the Ghent neighborhood. So you're going to see— Like up Spencer? Yeah, you're going to see what they call like a Sears and Roebuck-style house. And, I I mean, it's just they've got great things planned, so get out, support it. The other thing that's coming up on Tuesday that's really, really important, it was our show last week, is there's going to be an event at the convention center starting at 12 noon, and it's called Craven Works. And it's a job resources event. And what it's going to do, we we are going to be featuring, right now we are up to 53 employers that are going to be there seeking employees, people who need jobs from all levels. And um, it, it was free to employers to sign up. It's free to employees, people seeking jobs to attend. It's going to be from noon to 8 at the convention center on Tuesday, this Tuesday, April 12th. Um, and people we will be there with jobs. There will also be the opportunity. Some of the employers will actually be interviewing, doing on-the-spot interviews. There'll be a separate room where they can go and do interviews. And let me tell you, if you don't have a resume and you feel like, well, I can't come, I don't have a resume, Craven Community College will be setting up a resume station that you can go to and somebody will be there to help you get up a, just a general resume so you have something. Um, also, if you do Wait, have a do we resume, know what type of employers are going to be there? Th- everybody from um, Hatteras to Moen to BSH to Cherry Point uh, to Bengal Hospitality to the Flame. I mean, it's it's run the gamut of people who are looking for employees, mm-hmm. and it's going to be an awesome opportunity. We also will have the community college there. We'll have NC Works, which used to be formerly the uh, Employment Security Office. We'll have workforce development and. The college is going to be there set up talking about the pro- training programs it has for employees as well as benefits employers can get by hiring some underserved populations of employees. So, um, I, you know, Timothy Downs, who is the executive director of the Craven 100 Alliance, he was on our show last week, and he's done an amazing job. Uh, Kevin Roberts and I are co-chairing this, and, you know, we... There are jobs in Craven County. We just need employees, people who want to work and fill these jobs. And, uh, you know, if you don't have the skill, the community college will be there so we can get people the skills. We want Craven Where, County right, to work. Where is this going to be again? I wasn't the convention center this Tuesday, April the 12th, from 12 noon to 8 p.m. So we tried to make it. It's an eight-hour event so that people who are at work can come after work, people who work shift work. We, we wanted to cover the gamut of all of those things. We're also going to be having ongoing programs on the second floor that talks about, you know, uh, jobs and um, 
what's out there, resumes, the whole bit. So there's going to be a lot of resources out this. And if you're out there, please come. If you're looking for a job, definitely come. So this is going to be a great event. And I, I would imagine that these employers aren't just going there to, to waste their time to, and to set up a booth and waste their time and money. They're coming there with actual jobs they would like to fill. Um, yeah, you know, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be over there trying to do really uh, great things. And it's giving employers an opportunity. I mean, I didn't know this till I got, got involved, but BSH has an apprenticeship program for kids coming out of high school that they can go into and, you know, be trained in, in manufacturing and then go to work. So in essence, it is like a, a college degree, but it's in the manufacturing field without those who just may not be college material or don't want to go to college. So there are opportunities out there. And we're just trying to, and that's why we're calling this Craven Works. We're not calling it a job fair. It's a resource event where we can try to, um, to pair up employees with employers. So I, I'm just, you know, put it out there. Tell your friends and neighbors, 12 to 8, this Tuesday, April 12th at the convention center. Hey, did, did you hear that the city got a new assistant manager? <laughs> did, 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 you, did you hear that the city hired a, a new uh, assistant city manager uh, this week? For, I think they're paying her $124,000. You know, it's really interesting. Yeah, we knew for a while. Now, let's, the truth is the truth. We've known for a while that... Um, I that, think see, that was the buildup, Sabrina. I knew, and you know. I know that was that, the buildup. It was suspense. Um, you know, a year ago, uh, I think they started talking about the board at their retreat that they wanted assistant city manager. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, Lee, I'm going to be real honest. I was kind of puzzled, you know, because... When we were in office, Mike Epperson decided that we didn't need an assistant city manager. We needed a projects manager. Because, again, you know, if you have a project in public works, you have a project in the electric department, a project in the sewer, water and sewer department, it was really hard to try to bring them all together. So he hired uh, Deirdre, and she had an MBA. The girl was brilliant. Had an MBA, and uh, she was the the project manager. She wasn't making one hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars. No, she was not. She was not. One hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. But so anyway, I I was kind of like really surprised, and then you know, of course, the rumor mill out there is is terrible. And there's a rumor mill in Newburn. Every day, you and I are part of it. We are. <laughs> they talk about us all the time. Hey, did you hear about that hairless squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> You are so funny. But, you know, I just, I, I was really very surprised that they went this. And, you know, there was there's some talk that maybe the the city aldermen were not happy with Mark's performance, the city manager's performance. Are they doing it this way? Are they doing it that way? And then, of course, you know, I read in the paper, and the paper said that they, they've hired, um, and her name is Kristen. Christy, Kristen Culler. Kristen Culler. Um, because it's going to allow Mark to be more involved with economic development. So then I sat back for a minute and I said, okay, more involved with economic development. And then I thought about, you know, we have a development services manager. His Jeff name is Ruggier. Jeffrey Jerry. And he is, in my book, in charge of economic development. And then he has Cindy Block, who's in charge of community and economic development. So these two people are working their little hearts out and... 
that's so that Mark can do or the city manager can do more economic development. So it, something doesn't fit right here for me. And I'm just not sure what the thought process is. But what really, really aha, bothers me. Aha. Thought process. Absent. But no. But listen. I mean, everybody listen to me very carefully. I'm listening. I believe that Mark, uh, that the city manager makes, let's say, 140. I believe he's at 145,000 dollars. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We can pull it up. It's public information. So now we've got an assistant city manager at 128. Rounded up to 130. 128,000. So right now we're at 273,000 dollars in the front office. Plus, plus we have a part-time city clerk slash deputy city clerk, excuse me, slash administrative assistant to the city manager to the tune of another $40,000 to $50,000. We're still paying the real city clerk her first her full salary. By the way, have you seen the real her. city clerk? No, anywhere? nobody. You know, nobody I, I saw knows. Waldo the other day. It's easier to find Waldo in this town than so the what, city clerk. So, so let's think. What's what? Where's the where's the head game here? What is going on? When we came into office, you know, the the true concern in trying to get the money under control is, and I saw it in the paper that Danny Meadows was the quote unquote assistant city. Ma- they had made him assistant city manager, and we know the reason that Bill Hartman was leaving he was retiring and so they made Danny Meadows the assistant city manager so he could step in to Mr. Hartman's role once he left and then take that salary on at $143,000 so of course his retirement got a whole lot better at that money we had the chief of police making 120 30 we had the uh, city finance officer making 120. We had it's top heavy. It was so top heavy, and we really talked about that as people retired. And what we did the study. You know, Mr. Epperson commissioned the study with um, Sonia Hayes to look at the whole range of salaries for all our employees, so that you'd have a minimum coming in and a maximum. So you couldn't make any more than this. Ma- that's that position, you'd never get more than that because what was happening, these people were here 20, 25 years, and with every um, pay raise, merit pay, all of that, these salaries kept getting higher and higher and higher. Again, you know, people work really hard for their money. I, I don't want to get into that discussion because it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not judging that. But if you're looking at the balance sheet and we have aldermen that are screaming, we're, we've cut your, your budget $10 million and we're doing this and we're doing that. So what are they doing? Inching it back up again? I, do, 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 Here, I, I can't seem to get a grasp on what's going on. There is nothing to grasp. It's, uh, it's like in The Wizard of Oz. Don't look behind the curtain. There's absolutely nothing to grasp. When we have, when we have underpaying police officers and underpaying firemen so that the basic services of this city, underpaying them so that these guys are wondering where their next uh, meal is coming from, when they're looking to go other places, uh, when you have 683 unserved warrants, when you have uh, numerous, numerous vacancies on the police department, when you cannot provide the basic services for a city, what you don't do is you don't go out and hire a new assistant city manager. Well, I mean, what does let this, me, do, let me, let what does this do for employee morale? You know, you got some employees that are like, hey, 
you know, what's going on here? I just, I was well, very surprised at that number. Just, very just, so, you, just so you know, I've, I've read Kristen Culler's um, bio here. She, look, she, she was, uh, she went to the Naval Academy. I mean, uh, she's got an impressive she, resume. And, and I'm not knocking her. Because no, I don't she know has her. a very impressive she has resume. A, the, the, a very impressive resume. If you're looking for someone from Annapolis who is an F-14 Tomcat pilot, unfortunately, we're not going to war against Kinston yeah, anytime but, soon. But wait, and you're, one you're thing wrongly. On I'm anything, you're one wrong. thing on the one major thing I want out of an assistant city manager is someone who's managed a city. I want someone with some public administration experience, with a public administration degree. I want some, this lady, she seems highly, she's highly skilled. She's a, she seems very well, professional, but we're running a city. I understand we're she does have some, she has some, financial, she has some financial background. We have a financial officer. We have we a chief. Do. We do, I do, and that's what makes, th We have a financial officer. And what does she bring to the table? She's other, got communication. We have Colleen Roberts, I know. a and that's public what I can't figure out. I cannot there, figure there out. There is no place for this. It's insanity. I, I don't want to knock her because she is on paper. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her resume right now. She is highly qualified for some job, but not as assistant city manager. She does no experience at it, and neither did Mark Stevens. I love him. He's a he was a good kid. Let me tell you something. Good man. He's, a, he's such a good person. I, I mean, I just, he's a good person. I it, like him. It I hired him. Me for but him. now we have a city. We have a city being run by someone who has never been a city manager. The city manager. And we have an assistant city manager who's never managed a city. She's flown a tom Tomcat. Great. Yeah, but that's but how does that help us? I think when you're we're being unfair. You how know, is I'm that unfair? Tell me how that is unfair, Sabrina Bengal. I'm going to tell you. Listen to me. I know you're going to tell me, but I'm not going to buy it. She got, you know, she was, and, and, tur and turn your little thing around so I can, um, I can figure out exactly what I want to say here. Okay, she was at this, the, the top level of government. She was in the governor's office, and she was working um, in, um, that's what, it, she was the deputy state chief information officer, mm. chief administration we officer, chief already. financial officer we with have the one Department of, those already. of Information. Understood, but so obviously she can lead. Obviously, she know, was working for somebody in the governor's office. It doesn't office. matter. She can, she can, uh, she's risen to a rank where she can lead. She's got leadership skills. I mean, there's no doubt. Good. She, when we attack Havelock, this is oh, what we come need. Come on, come on. I You're worked in the high. No, I'm not. I worked in the highest levels of the federal government for Les Aspen for for seven Lee, years Lee. under the D Secretary I of Defense and uh, under the Secretary of Defense. Does that make me able to lead a wait city? A second. No. The, the issue to me, the issue is no. here, and the citizens should be concerned is where is the thought process in spending city dollars you know i still don't I'm, I'm just more concerned of what is the plan what is the vision what is the strategic plan in bringing someone in at this position to do what that's you know, the whole so, point, so to do what? So what are we going to do with the rest of our department heads? What is their job and what is their role in our city? We've got some of the best and the brightest. So is this person here to coordinate all that? I want to know. We have a coordinator, vision. a city manager, allegedly. Well, I agree, but I just don't know what's... Let's see. Let's see. We have a, a chief financial officer. We have a public information officer. We have a city manager. We have, we have a director of development. We have an economic development manager and our development services guy. I don't, I don't get it. Is this saying 
saying, are we saying to our department heads, eh, you guys are okay, but we need somebody a little to, to, you know, a little bit better to bring you all into focus. Uh, that, that worries me and bothers me because like I said, when you've got the likes of a John Wren, a Jordan, a Jordan, you've got, um, you know, Colleen, you've got Jeff or Jerry, you got Sonia H. We have awesome people at the top level. We have, you know, I have to tell you, we got some great hires and we have some good people in our department managers, but hey, let them do their job. I don't, I don't get, I don't get this assistant city manager deal. I really don't. I mean, that's, and you know, tell us what you think. Email us, call us, tell us what you think. Do you think that the front office should have 200 and almost $275,000 in salaries in the front in two offices. I mean, that worries me. It worries me that at that very top level, we are spending that kind of money while we are cutting things. You know, they're going to have to come back with the reevaluation, you know, taxes will go up a little bit. Um, and uh, you know, I don't know that I'm all that mad, but now we're going to have a bond issue. They're going to try to float. They're going to try to float a bond and that will add a few more cents. I mean, where are we going here? Well, they don't know what they're going to do with the bond money. They, 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 this $10 million. Well, is that they're what they working w- on it. Let me tell you something. I, Look, I, here's I, the deal. I, hold, hold on. Here's the deal. Sabrina, they're working on it. Um, any normal, rational people would say, hey, we have a need for this. It's going to cost X amount. Let's go out and raise, uh, let's go out and raise the money for it. These guys are saying, hey, let's go out and get $10 million and then figure out how to spend it. That's not what you do with taxpayers' money. You don't go, oh, give me the $10 million, and then like a bunch of drunken sailors, we're going to... Yeah, we're gonna they're, they're going to have a plan, but I'll tell you that... But you don't have... They don't have a plan, and I will work my little. I will work my little heart out against that plan if they don't include... <laughs> Um, uh, fire stations and the th- I mean real infrastructure needs. I'm not talking about a little project over here and a little project That's over there. That's what you're getting because it's election year we, coming up next I know, year. I and know. And they're gonna they're thinking, I hey, ten million dollars. Let's buy some votes. Let's buy what, votes. What is wrong with everything? I, I don't understand why we just aren't in there working hard and because trying to Sabrina do the Bengal, right thing. It's always about you know the next vote or whatever. Sabrina Bengal, when you go into <laughs> when you go into office with the idea that it's the office you want to hold, like Mayor Dana Outlaw wanted to be mayor ever since he was a little kid. When you go into I the I don't office, know about that. It was yeah, I ever really since think his dad got fired as yeah. city manager. So he, you go into the office with all you want. I want to be mayor. It doesn't matter. The only thing you're going to think about is wanting to continue being mayor. When you go, I want well, to mayor. I want into the job. It's good I to have to, goals and objectives. I'm yeah, going to tell you, but, but I But the hate. goal and objective can't be to hold on to power at any cost because yeah. that's what no, you want to do. No, the goal and objective, and it's not only... then you do stupid stuff. It's not only holding on to any objective. It's it's also, you know, the vindictiveness and the meanness. That's what I can't tolerate. Well, and that's what... And, and, the, and that gotcha, I'll get you back attitude. Any politician who goes into it with the idea that we're not doing it in the best interest of the people, uh, but we just want the position. No. You, I went into it. You know what? It was like the last two minutes of a basketball game. I didn't care if I got reelected. I said I was going to be a one-term mayor. I went in there, did what I said I was going to do, kept my word. You liked me. You didn't like me, but I did exactly what I was. But when you want to make everybody like you, then you start going, let's get a $10 million bond no, and buy votes. No, what you do is you waver. Votes. You know, unfortunately, our a mayor waver. can't, you know, he can't tell you one thing. If you ever talk to him, he goes to left, he goes to the right. 
Um, and he's just. Can I sing the song the I used place. to do? Yeah. Five oh inch gosh. pipes, four inch pipes, six inch pipes, <laughs> and nine inch pipes. Two 12 inch pipes is a whole lot of pipes. That's the Day Night Outlaw song. Down, dick it down, dick it down, 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 dick it down. I have been on the street and I, I have been. I that for years. I have been on the street and I have been talking to citizens and um, there is there is some concern about, That's, hey, that song is trademarked. What, are we, what are we doing here? Why are we spending all this money? So it'll be interesting because we are going to get on the street in the next week and we're going to talk. I'll I, be I, back on the street. I was, uh, that's why I started out. I, was, I wasn't out on the street pounding the pavement like I normally do. Right. And it was excusable. Yeah, I hear it was excusable. But what we're going to do is we're going to get out on the but street. But I'm fired when up When we now. come back, we're going to get ready to go to break here. But when we come back, we're going to talk about it. But we're going to be out on the street next week with our, our little uh, iPhones. and our. I'm going to the farmer's market this Saturday. Yeah, and we're going to talk to people. And, not combing and, my hair. And see what they we ha- they have to think about this issue because um, I think it's really interesting. And also, too, we're going to be talking about the buffer zone violation when we get back. Hoorah, so Marines. We'll get another cup of coffee, and we'll be right back. And we're back with City Talk on this lovely Friday, uh, sitting high atop the Omarks building in the penthouse on 94.1 WNBU with Sabrina and Lee. You know what? You know where that trader Denny Booker is today? Yeah. (laughs) Our our colleague and good friend. Yes, he is. I hate him. He's on somebody else's show. Yeah, he is. He's on on Steve Tyson's show. I don't know, but he's on Steve. Don't don't, don't tell him I said that. Diane, if you're listening, because I'm sure you're probably listening. Oh, Diane's listening. listening. I take it back. You're listening to us, and you are watching Denny at the same time. So, um, you know, we we love Denny. We love Steve Tyson. And, you know, we're going to have to see if we can coordinate these shows, because we need Steve Tyson on here sometimes, because he's, I love Steve Tyson. I just talked to him the other day. We like to know what's going on in the the county and all that kind of good stuff, but. Steve Tyson is taking, I talked to him at length the other day. He is taking, um. A major leadership role and uh, a major leadership role and interest in the in the in what's going on with the with the courts, what's going on at the jail, what's going on with the ever increasing number of drug busts uh, and and the the ever increasing number of drug addicts here. Steve Tyson, let me tell you, has a genuine concern for this. And uh, you know, if there was enough time in the day, uh, right now, I, I want to join the coalition with him and work a coalition because. Uh, he is genuinely concerned. Our jail is overcrowded. They're, they keep doing bust after bust after bust. One of the major issues in our presidential election right now is the influx of heroin, the influx of, of uh, you know, the influx of cheap heroin and the addiction to prescription pills. Uh, Steve, I don't know what the answer is, but darn it, with the, we, need to, we need to hop on this, and hopefully this summer when everything calms down, we can... The jail is so full right now that they're, they haven't let people it's go. A disgrace. It's, 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 it's totally it's, a disgrace. It's nonsense. Um, let me remind everybody that we love to have you involved. We appreciate we've been getting a few uh, texts and emails this morning. So you can uh, talk to us, City Talk at Talk newburn.net and go on Facebook at Talk Newburn or you can call us 252-633-4243 and get in this rousing discussion this morning. I am roused. <laughs> can, can I, I am very, ra- yes, I'm very, I'm extremely roused right now. Can I give a shout out to my friends at Cherry Point? Yes. Gunny Mike, your back hurts you. I know your back hurts you out there at Cherry Point. But Gunny Mike, you get up and pep up. You are going to be fine, Marine. You will be fine, Marine. Sometimes, Lee, you're just a little over overdone. That's just, Gunny Mike. You know? <laughs> Simmer down. Lord, it's mercy. That's the Marine. Sorry, if you're at Cherry Point right now and you understand what I was talking about, raise your hand. Raise your hand. All right, you in the back. Raise your. They're all raising their hand. Gunny Mike, do not be put down by Sabrina's insubordination here. 
Well, I'm glad, you know, shout, out, shout out to all our friends. I'm, I'm amazed every week at the number of people who really are listening to us because I get stopped in the grocery store. Four. And, there are you know, four people listening to us. And uh, telling us, uh, uh, you know, who that they're listening to us. And that's really great. And if you're out there listening to us right now, raise your hand so we can all see. <laughs> you in the back. But, we, you know, we're here talking about the city of New Bern and are the we? things going on there. Yeah, and, and I, I look, I want to tell you something. You are going to tell this, me something. This week. I like I, that little I hand mean, raise you do. I do. You know, hey. <laughs> this Let week me tell I, you I something. Had, I had an opportunity to I'm meet with the it. city manager and the city finance office uh, officer. And I want you to know it was a great meeting. Um, you know, our city manager was right on point, point with the discussion. We were talking MSD, which is the Municipal Service District, and um, our, our city finance officer. And, you know, it was great. I felt like, you know, a good discussion. Mark, Mark Stevens right is a point. bright young man. He was right on point. He gets it. What I love about Mark Stevens is he gets downtown. He gets it. He knows about our community, and he sees the benefit of downtown to the rest of New Bern well, and, and what we're doing and how we can make it better. And he he gets it. But the problem that I see is he gets it, and then unfortunately he's got to go to those board meetings and deal with people who don't get it, and it makes his job really difficult. They're not all singing from the same page. They're not even singing from, you know, one page behind. They're like – They've already, you know, they're behind three chapters. They're behind 50 years. But I will, let me, I, I have to give a shout out though to the, J.R. Uh, Sabatelli, who's the finance director. Let me tell you, this is a bright young man. I tell I you, I'm him. sorry he wasn't there when we were in office because this guy is on target. He is producing financial reports for the MSD and I, that are the best I've ever seen. I mean, I can look at them. I could see where we're at, where we're going to, his projections. I mean, he's doing an awesome job and I do have to give a shout out because you know again I'm gonna tell it like it is they did a great job in hiring this young man so I you know I definitely he is an asset to our city but with that being said you know again where are we going what is the vision where let what me is that strategic plan so that really concerns me and it's not so much that we've hired an assistant city director it's that vision what, what's the overall thing and I you know, I kind of feel sorry for her. I hope she doesn't get caught up in all the craziness because she's um, going to find herself over there. Uh, well, she'll directed see. Well, you know, after a couple of board meetings, she'll go. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. She, and she will. And, you know, I'd like to meet her. And and, and uh, I know a good therapist. Uh, I know a good no, therapist. No, we're going to welcome her to this community. We are. Like and we I would, just wondered. Like I think we she would needs welcome to know. anybody else because this is an I awesome community. She, she this is like an awesome community. We have great people. And from what I understand is that, you know, regardless if she got the job or not, she was coming to Newburn because she loved Newburn. And that just warms my heart because. You know, we we live in a community that is so generous and so kind. I remember the uh, hold on. I remember the uh, old Willie Best, the city manager that <laughs> the city manager that oh, Dana wanted to hire and it. actually did hire. He did and hire. he said, "This is what old Willie Best said." To hire him. He he devoted to hire him. Well, oh, this is Willie Best. Old Willie Best has one more stop on the train. And he wants to retire down by the river. And that's how he was talking in the interview. Oh, and Dana was like, yes, let's hire him. Oh, Willie Best has one more stop on the train. Well, he doesn't even have, he's on his last wag, this guy. Oh, wants to retire down by the river. So I'm glad people want to retire down the river. And thank you, Dana, for providing uh, people with a retirement plan down on the river. Now, Sabrina, do you really want to see inside the mind of the mayor? We have to turn no further than Lawson Creek. 
Well, what do you okay. know about that? Well, let me. Let me again. You know, I always try to be fair. I try to look at the. I try to stand back. I'm fair. Even though I get all worked up, I try to take a step back and I look at the, the situation. And you know, I don't think what situation there is anybody about? in this city that knows Dana Outlaw any better than I do. Okay, because I'm going to tell you that. I, I, Except I've the Prince of Darkness. And I will tell you that his heart, his heart is in the right place. No, it's that, not. Wait a second. No, no, come on. His heart has not been in the well, right place true. since I've known him. Well, N- his heart is his mind. He he wants to prove to everyone that I'm worthwhile. That like he is me, good. That like he is. Me, yeah, but he's breaking the law left and right. And I think that's. I'm know, worthwhile. Let me break the com- law. Hush up. I, I think. <laughs> Did you say hush up? <laughs> I told you to hush up. I don't know where that comes from. But, you know, so I think the overarching feeling here was that he was going, you know, every time you drive by Lawson Creek Park and he's on this cleanup Newburn kick because he's had some people complain to him and people say, gosh, you know, I drive over by Lawson Creek Park and I see all the trash and, you know, this, that and the other. And he said, well, I'm going to clean that park up and I'm going to make it look good. So everybody's going to say, you're the best mayor outlaw. You have cleaned our park. You have cleaned New Bern. We love you. Nine-inch paps, four-inch paps, okay. six-inch <laughs> paps, and a two-inch paps. Two 12-inch paps <laughs> is a whole lot of paps. Okay, so look, anyway. that's down, dick it down. That is the, the but deal. Let me is, tell look, you, look, but let me there, tell you what the issue is. Though. Laws? No. Environmental laws? No, yeah. The Research is, that says cutting down buffer zones pollutes it, it rivers? It would be different. If that was his property, if he owned that property, it would be different. But this is the citizens. That property belongs to the citizens of New Bern. And therefore, when you do something like that, you make sure all your eyes uh, are dotted and all your T's are crossed. Now, let me tell you something. I'm not a tree <laughs> hugger. I'm not, you know, I, I think some of the environmental... I have a really nice huggable tree in my backyard. I think some of the environmental laws are way too liberal. I'm very conservative when it comes to that kind of thing. But you find out you have professionals. You have somebody called a public works director. You have somebody from Parks and Rec. You Maybe have we need people. to hire an assistant public works director for Dana. Well, you, you have these people, and you go to them and say, hey, I don't, I don't want to use city help because I want to you know, get the community behind me over here, but we're going to be clean in this area. Anything I need to know, Any, uh, let's make the plan before I go out there so I could tell my helpers w- exactly what we're going to do. So obviously that was not done. You rip out the buffer and tell everybody, Mr. Bettis, you're an attorney. Mr. Bettis, you're pointing your finger at me. Yeah, I am. Attorney Bettis. Why we have buffers and why the state and CAMA requires buffers. Well, well, here's the deal. (laughs) In case anybody got confused by any of this, here's, here's what happened. Back in January, the down in Lawson Creek Park, back in January, the city and its staff with city with city employees went down to Lawson Creek and clear cut a bunch of buffer areas. Uh, buffer areas are designed to inf, uh, to filter runoff uh, and and chemicals and and toxins from going into and, the river and trash and, and trash. And they're very good at they're very good at filtering uh, runoff. In that little area that we're talking about on Lawson Creek Park is a sensitive nursery area for small little critters like crabs and and fish that grow into big fish that we all like to catch. And it's right there at the confluence of Highway 70 uh, and and Country Club Road in Pembroke. Pembroke. So there is a lot of runoff coming off from that area. There's a lot of trash being being strewn about. Got it. And so when in January, Dana ordered the city to go down there and and clear-cut that buffer area. Well... Cama came in, the guys from the Department of Water Quality came in and said, 
that's illegal. You can't do that. The buffer area, I know there's trash there, but you can pick up the trash right. without whacking down the, you know, and, and you know what, just as a side note, we spent a fortune out there, uh, out there in Sunnyside uh, with that new reservoir. You know what Absolutely. that new reservoir is for? It's a buffer zone. We right. plant the very plants Dana went and whacked down are the plants we spent a lot of money to put into our water treatment so that we wouldn't pollute the <laughs> noose. So, the the in January the water the D Department of Water Quality comes out and says don't do that. You you have to now go back and replant this buffer zone at the cost of city city tax dollars. To because you did something wrong. So next, Dana gets the wild hair and says, well, we can't use city employees to do this. We know it's illegal, but I'm going to do it anyway. So he I gets a gun. No, he had to have known as the mayor. Well, if the I just if don't the, like, if, what I don't like is that he didn't have a plan. He did have a plan. He had a plan to specifically violate the DENA regulations, the Department of Water Quality regulations, because he didn't like what they said in he didn't like what they said in January, so he didn't use this, the city employees the second time. He goes out and gets a bunch of his friends or yahoos or volunteers to go out and clear cut another section of buffer. And this is this is his thing. He goes, "We all like clean water." Well, d Mr. Outlaw, by chopping down that buffer area that was strewn with trash, by chopping down that buffer area, you now allow uh, it's like opening up your vein and putting well, you know what's garbage, really interesting to me. Directly you know into what's the really River. interesting? He did it at the back door of the Noose Riverkeeper. Yeah, you know that their office is right there. So at the back door, you would have thought that they would have engaged the the Noose Noose River organization to to work with them in trying to clean up the area by the river that's what i just don't understand it's this shotgun approach it's it's not a plan you know to me it it's insane been, it would have been a great day to say you know hey newbert come on out pick we're, up some trash we're going to come out we're going to pick up trash we're going to clean up this area and we're going to get a plan if we if we can cut some weeds back if we can clear cut or whatever but understand what but we're don't doing do it don't do it sneaking around behind I the i don't think they were sneaking they absolutely I, did when that when in the in, public in january the department of look department you of should water be quality, hammering on the fact that he didn't have a plan that he didn't he didn't have a plan that he except went to, out to there. violate that's regulations what, that's what you know did i think it was malicious or you absolutely know, there's nothing that's not malicious about nah, that man well, listen to me listen he's to not me. malicious but he well he's mean-spirited is what he is he's but listen to this this is in the paper i was concerned about what was doing to the water quality down there well, guess if you're what? You're concerned you just killed the you, water you quality. Just, you <laughs> just opened up a main line into the yep. vein of the Noose River and the That's Trent great. River to put every drop of oil that comes off of Highway 70, every bit of industrial waste that comes off of Highway 70. You know all that trash that was collected there in the buffer zone that, that was looking bad? That's what the buffer zone's there to so, collect. So now it's all going right into the okay, river. Okay, so what the, the, the state has come back now and they've issued a violation. We've still, we've asked for a copy of the violation. We still have not gotten it. So Sun Journal, you know, you're out there listening today, our friend Randy. Let us know if you get a copy of that. Uh, oh, you're uh, never going to get of, it. And a now, violation. Let's 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 take this step by step. So the violation's been put out there. So this is the second one. So going forward, let me tell you, it's going to be very difficult for CAMA, which is, you know, the godfather of trying to do anything by the waterfront. I don't think it's going to look very kindly on the city of Newburn for any CAMA permits we might need in the future. And they will probably scrutinize us that much more. Of course and they will. And then we have to replace the buffer. So there's got to be a, you know, a program where we go back. I think we need to know exactly what it's going to cost us, whether the mayor pays for it or the taxpayers 
pay for it. You know, I want to see what the program is, what we're going to do. Because Lawson Creek Park is a beautiful park. I think it is so underutilized. I think it could be so much more than it really is. But again, where's the plan? If you know it and you've got a plan, just share it with us. Put it out there. And, and let us... That's the, the deal. You know, even when I was in office, I, I will agree, what happens is we as aldermen, we have the knowledge here. And sometimes it's it's not easily disseminated to the public. And, you know, our website needs to be beefed up, Facebook page, all of these things. Now, I tell you, you know, Alderman Odom has, he's a big-time Facebook guy, honey. He's on Facebook all the time posting and doing stuff and answering questions. And, I mean, that's great. Come on our show, Alderman Odom, and you can answer a lot of questions, and let's get the word out there. And, again, you know, I invite the mayor, the city manager, anybody who wants to come on and talk about these issues to do that. But, of course, they won't. They think that Lee and I will hammer hammer them. I will hammer them. Well, no. But it will be in a fair way. I will hammer them. No, we are going to ask questions. I will call a whatever, a whatever. You know, let me tell you something. They have had an easy pass because when we were in office every week, we had Eddie Vargas up there. We had Tony Benici. We had Stevie Bennett. They were continually uh, but we liked it. But I liked honest, it. You know, and keeping all of us honest. And I, and and I, I don't liked, see anybody you know who else at their I liked, meetings. You know who else I liked? I liked Phil Knight. And I always went on Phil Knight's show. I liked that Phil Knight hammered me. He <laughs> hammered me. And we went back and forth. And Phil, I know you're listening right now. But yeah. I lo- he is. He, 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 he can't he help himself. He dislikes you immensely. No, he does not. He says that in public but uh, and in private. And in his heart, he probably does dislike me. That being said... Um, well, he probably does this like me, but I loved going on the show. I, I loved agree. getting hammered by him. I loved the tough questions. Well, but and you know, that's it, what that's you do what if, you, a if good, you have a plan. Goody city government is is that you know it can't be one sided. There's got to be views. I love you, Phil. There's got to be views from different things, but. Um, you know, this has been awesome. And we're going to talk about when we come back, our guest next week is going to be the Noose River Keeper. Yeah, he is going to be the And we are going to talk keeper. about the Noose River uh, next week. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. And we're going to continue this discussion. So we're getting ready to go to break for our last segment. So no, we can't one go more to swallow of coffee. Up. And we're going to be right back. All right. And we are back with City Talk Live on 94.1 WNBU. Also on talknewburn.net. Uh, you can uh, Facebook us somewhere. Where where can they Facebook us? Talk at Talk Newburn. Tweet us at Talk Newburn. Email us CityTalk at TalkNewburn.net. We only have five minutes, and I just want to wrap up a little bit. You know, you and I have had a rousing discussion today about rousing in the city, and we'll continue. We're going to go on the street this weekend. We're going to talk to people. There'll be a lot of people out and about, and we're going to do our own little poll because you know the oh, oh, Sun oh, Journal. Oh, 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 there's a there's, there's a, a poll. poll in the Sun Journal, and I want to let everybody know about you know love you it, love me some Randy Foster, love me some Sun. Journal. Let me tell you something. They're really, they've really come around, and I think the paper's getting better and better all the time. But they do a poll. Here was the poll. I'll read it to you. Was Mayor Outlaw right to violate an environmental law to clean up Lawson Creek? Uh, it is now at 69% yes, 24% no. But we know about those. We know that uh, that that Dana's, 60, Dana's PR guy, Joey Bear, is over there. You know, lo- loading it up because Dana needs to. The mayor needs to look really good on that, and we know how to change it, don't we? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change. Uh, if I had had time, it, I would have done it last night. But yeah. I'll go, I'll go change it around. To, I'll go change it around by tomorrow at this time, and it's gonna be eighty percent 
no. Against. <laughs> <laughs> to 20%. But, I mean, if six, if 70% so we're do of you. Our own poll, yeah, we? if 70% of you out there think that it's right for the mayor to pollute and violate the DINA well, regulations. Again, let's, let's, no, no, no. I think it's, that's, All right, you, that's are, my you are really spinning it the wrong way. The question is, you know, should the mayor have had a plan? Should the mayor have had a plan before going into the park? Should he, knowing that it is at the river's edge and he is the keeper of the, the rules in New Bern, should he have checked into it, known that prior to going to work there? That should be the question. All right, that that's, that's your question. question. My question will be, this is my question. Was the mayor right to rape the Noose River and pollute it <laughs> so that he can look good in the eyes of his citizens who are picking up? That's no, so that's a fair question. So we'll do our How own is poll. that not a fair question? We'll do our own poll and we'll get back to you next week. But you know, grab a poll. But Let me go. But uh, <laughs> not that poll. We will have the Noose River Keeper here with us next Friday. Now I'm looking forward to that. So and we get real information on what a buffer zone does. Right, and we'll talk a little bit about that and the violation. Maybe we'll even have a copy of the violation at that point because they may have they may have it. Maybe so a I'm unicorn will bring it in on his forward. horn. And you know, um, our, our new assistant city manager she starts on monday we want to wish her great success in coming to newburn and starting and maybe because if they don't poison her about us too soon maybe she'll oh, actually she's, she's come a, on she looks like a brilliant woman she is and There's she's no a communication person maybe she'll she's come gonna, on and she's talk gonna to us. she's gonna see through this nonsense <laughs> going she's gonna see when alderman when 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 johnny ray kinsey hits on her for about the hundredth time and Dana hits you on are her. So bit. That's no, what happens. Do not say that. Th that is exactly what's not right. She's gonna go. That's what right. the world did I get into? All right, and let's. So as we close, we're clo oh, we're, getting as we're closing down today. I want to mm. remind everybody one more time about Craven Works, the Jobs Resources event at the Convention Center Tuesday. Noon to 8, be there. It's an awesome event, and it's going to be great for our community. I want to also remind everybody, Homes Tour Week and get out. I think we have an art walk tonight. Get out and about. Is Streets your house on full. that tour? It is not, thank God. Mine I'm, isn't either. Know, so I'm, I'm glad that I don't have to be worried about this weekend. But I do want to say to everybody in Newburn, thank you for being such a great community. Thank you for listening to us because, you know, I, I do get – charge my batteries get recharged when i'm out on the street talking to people who really love this community and work hard for this it's community. A great community and you know it's great that we can have this discourse it's great that we can talk about the issues surrounding our community but also to remember that everybody is allowed their own opinion everybody and we shouldn't take any i can down. have my own opinion yeah even you lee we really? love you in spite of yourself but you know and mom if you're listening in heaven this was i love you very I much know you I, do, bless, I love bless you. your heart do they do the, do, does wmbu go to heaven yeah we all good all dogs go to heaven so. all right <laughs> But anyway, I hope everybody has a great week and uh, you get out and, and do something great for Newburn. And we're going to see you at the farmer's market. We're also going to see you on the sidewalks, everybody. So have a great weekend and thanks. Hoorah, Newburn. <laughs>